Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Punders Mate. It's Friday the 24th of November 2023. Week two of the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. About to hit us at Doombin tomorrow. As I say, a very good afternoon to Sam Highland. Hello, Chris O. Uh, yeah, good afternoon to you. Looking forward to uh, the weekend of racing and... A big night of trackside. When we get off air tonight, I'm going to continue on with oh, no uh, rest for a the bit, wicked. Of, bit of trackside. So looking forward to that. Hopefully uh, winners galore. Yeah. Have you done all the form for the sunny coast tonight? I have. I have done form for the sunny coast tonight. Uh, well, we're looking for a tip later on then. And yeah, I should be able to uh, be able to find one there, hopefully. And uh, yeah, but it's, uh, we've got three meetings to deal with tonight. So a bit of racing going on, but there's been... Uh, well, there's pretty popular racing right around the country, and Perth's got a real presence this yeah, week. Yeah, a bit warm it? over there. They're, they've put back the meeting to uh, start 2 o'clock local time in the afternoon, around 2 o'clock. They won't finish till around 6 o'clock their time. So that's late for us. Wow. Um, very late for us. Uh, do you cover the dogs on trackside as well? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look to, uh, Does Damo get in there for that? Yeah, Damo's good at the dogs. He is good at the dogs. And the greyhounds and the... Uh, and a bit of harness action. So uh, we done, often, on quiet days... You'd have done brown, your harness form. Brown Dog and I, um, we get... Dog Dog gets in the house. We call it Dog Dog. And uh, he's uh, he's quite good on the dogs, Campbell Brown. So, uh, yeah, we, we mix it up. We mix it up a bit, which is funny. How's your week been? Anything exciting happening in the Highland household? Uh no, not really. I look Elf the shelf. Elf, what's his name? Elf, Elf on, on the, the shelf. shelf. He's, he appeared. He's appeared, and uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> this, mo- this morning, uh, Tilda got up and she goes, "Dad, Dad, Ethan." We call it Ethan, and she goes, "Ethan is not on the stairs," and I said, "Really?" And then she spent the next ten minutes looking around the house and found him in the pot plant, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so Fit Nickers is, uh, look, she's dead set, been onto it. She's been moving it the last couple of days and it's creating a lot of talk and it's good, isn't it? It's good. We put the Christmas tree up. I mean, we're only uh, here till halfway through December and then we're heading down to Melbourne. Uh, so, um, yeah, but the the Christmas tree, it's, it always adds a lot of excitement, doesn't it? Does. It does. That, that, for that the festival. little ones, you know? Oh, yeah, for everyone, really. I mean, we've... We... <laughs> We've got an older household than yours, but we still have that elf on the shelf appearing in the oh, most strangest places. Really? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you never know where it's going to turn up <laughs> on the toilet seat. Well, he's in the pop plant this morning, and and uh, Charlotte goes, "Why would he get in the pop plant?" And Nicole goes, uh, "Because he might want to do a poo in there." I said, "Turn it up! What's going on here?" It's, uh, 
Uh, we kicked off the uh, the summer racing carnival on the Sunshine Coast last uh, Saturday, Sammy. We had some uh, good racing there, which we'll cover later on in the day, but a good crowd in attendance. And that just uh, well, springboards us into tomorrow with Doombin. A bit wetter, maybe, although it is drying out a little bit. And uh, it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger until we get to the big day at the Gold Coast mid-January. And a popular trainer on the punters, mate, is Tony Golan. And yes. he gets the money at the big odds, the, the Swiss eight plate with Natuno. And uh, he spoke well about that horse, didn't we, when, when we spoke to him uh, last time. And yep. he was... Um, uh, yeah, so he gave us a, a positive lead. So it pays to listen, Chris. It pays to listen. I didn't. Did you? No. No. I, but I hopefully did, our listeners no, did. I did not. I did not. Hopefully our listeners did. Now, a little bit of news around the traps. Uh, Antino, who, of course, had that very unlucky preparation, is now in the paddock. And uh, his aims are going to be the Doncaster. Oh, that's going to be his number one aim in the autumn. And possibly a freshen up and back here for the Stradbroke, which would be good. So that's the story with Antino. Uh, Rothfire may resume in the George Moore next Saturday. Something we need to talk about too on the um, the Darling Downlow, Sammy, is that he is already a slot holder in the King of the Mountain, Rothfire, uh, on New Year's Day. It's going to be a cracking meeting, isn't it? That will be a, a really good race meeting. And it's, uh, yeah, I think it's it's going to be really popular for Toowoomba. We know that uh, Toowoomba Cup Day is their biggest day of the year. And it's uh, it's a really popular day for the town and and. Well, everybody in racing in Queensland gets involved, don't they? And yeah, on Toowoomba Cup Day, and then um, and Wheatwood Day, and and then, uh, but now this is uh, you know it's only been around for for a couple of years, the King of the Mountain, and I think it's going to be uh, it's clearly going to be their second biggest meeting, and and uh, it'll be so popular on New Year's Day this year, no doubt. Well, last year, if you remember, it was held on the Saturday night. But this year it will be held as a standalone meeting on New Year's Day. Last year, New Year's Eve. This year, New Year's. Well, next year. How many year, have we had? Is it I one? I think it's only or, one. Yeah, I think we've it's only, only Yellow one. Brick. Gee. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Yellow Brick winning last year. So it'll be held on New Year's Day 2024. Uh, Brody Loy. This is an interesting one, Sammy. I um, We had Brody, Brody Loy on the show on a number of occasions and uh, he just disappeared. And I, I think I asked a couple of people, what's happened to Brody Loy? And they had no idea. And I um, got in touch with his manager, I think it was Liam Pryor, his manager, and said, well, what's happened to Brodie Loy? And he came back and he said he just got too heavy. He just gave it up. He just got too heavy. Um, that's it. So I thought, okay, no, I think we mentioned it on the show. So lo and behold, I'm looking at the form for Doombin tomorrow, and there's Brodie Loy riding. He's <laughs> Am back. I going crazy? He's back. He's back. Well. 74 uh, kilos he hit, but he's decided, I'm back. That's uh, it's a good effort to get that heavy and then uh, and get the weight off. It's a, it's a very good effort. But I tell you what, Chris, uh, talking uh, as an an ex fat jockey myself, uh, it's the the wasting and yes. the it's it's a complete mess with your head stuff. Uh, he said he was miserable, and and that's what it does to you. You mm. know, I mean, you're getting up every day, you're putting something in your mouth, and you're worrying about. Uh, how much it's going to put on, and and you know you you just it wears you down, you know, and that's why a shout out to to guys like Jimmy Orman, Stephen oh. Arnold, Jamie Mott, I mean they're giants, and I, I just know how taxing it is on 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 your mind, you know, the fact that you know you get up, you get on the scales, you go and ride work in the sweat gear, you come home, you get on the scales, and 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 then you've got to lose two kilos before you come home, pack your bag, 
drive to the races and then punch around gazumpers or, you know, uh, as in those boys' case, um, fast horses, which <laughs> makes it a bit easier. But it's, I tell you what, it's, um, it definitely um, wears you down. And obviously it took its toll on Brody Lloyd, but good on him. He, he got really heavy and, and uh, let himself blow out. And, you know, we've seen it with, uh, I'm winding the clock back uh, now, but Simon Marshall, uh, like he was an yeah. outstanding jockey and he often um, had breaks in his career because, and had a really long one at one point, um, just because he just couldn't do it anymore. Couldn't, couldn't deal with it anymore. Uh, the wasting and sweating and, and, uh, and that's what it does to you, you know? It, and so, uh, yeah, good on him making a comeback and it's a, it'll be a challenge again because it always is, you know, and it's, and as you get older, it gets harder and harder. Yes, the weight doesn't come off as, as easily as you get older, Sammy. <laughs> we know that. Yep. Uh, now, the Gold Coast uh, track, the new Gold Coast grass track, had some trials run on it last Monday and uh, looked pretty good to the eye from what I saw on the TV. And I saw a couple of uh, jockeys being interviewed post-trial session, Jimmy Orman and Ryan Maloney, and they wrapped it pretty highly. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's important that the, these track when you're putting new tracks in, that they give it plenty of time to – to settle in and, and obviously consolidate. And we've seen, um, well, I, I know I've seen, you know, tracks where they've come, especially down South where they've come back too early and Seymour is, was a classic example of something. I think they were cutting corners with the, the profile and, you know, it's been a complete disaster for them. And, and now, uh, years later, they've finally got the track, um, uh, yeah. racing well. And I mean, Eagle farm is a classic example. I mean, if it wasn't uh, a dead set basket case for what the best part of three years, it was. Like, and, and now it's terrific. Yeah, so it's um uh yeah so but by all reports and I watched a few of those trials, um there wasn't much kickback at it wasn't, all. Wasn't there? No, so it looks it looks really good. So fingers crossed that all goes well for them. Looks like a bowling green. Of course, we uh, we return to racing there a fortnight tomorrow. So a couple of more meetings on the poly track, and then we're uh, we're on the grass. So really looking forward to that. Um, last week we mentioned last week Sunshine Coast some of the highlights there Natuno obviously winning the Swiss Ace how did you go you had a social day I had a social day it was a good day out it always is a good day out socially Uh, no commitments and just wandered around there and had a few drinks and chatted to a few people and didn't bag any winners so there you go (laughs) actually no I didn't really Uh, it was tough it was a tough day although some people seem to have a good day but not me June 45 won the Mooloola Bar Cup uh, that was a, uh, a good effort coming from back in the field. So Malula Bar Cup going to June 45. Natuno winning the Swiss Ace Plate, uh, beating Shooting for Gold, F Troop. Uh, the Big Goodbye was a nice little run there. I'd say a lot of uh, a lot of this form will go forward and carry on through the summer the summer carnival. Some of them will disappear, but uh, a lot of the good ones. Freedom Rally, et cetera, was a good run. We'll see him again in a few weeks' time. So onward and upward. Exciting times for you uh, tomorrow. Of what? course, April. Oh know, yes, Gust I know. She steps out again, and uh, I tell you what, it's good uh, odds. Yeah, big odds again. And uh, I thought, gee, this she's in form. She's flying, and what do they say? Mare's in form. Mare's in you got to follow. Them. Yeah, and she's uh, where does she go though? Does she go back or does she go forward? Interesting. Well, you, you know, know what? what I, you know I, what I think. I, I I looked at that uh, last night. I was going through the race, and I thought, I wonder if they'll lead with it or get up on speed. So. Got to go forward. You just have to go for, and you got to be in front of the favourite, Midnight in Tokyo, who's a good horse. I don't think we could run her him down. So, 
look, he probably wins the race anyway. But I'm sure she'll she'll account, well, she'll make a good account of herself, as she always does. Sammy, no, no big talking points this week. Probably nice to be to be nice about something, as we we generally oh, get well. on our soapbox and just bag everyone left, right, and centre. But let's uh, let's talk about out of town race days. So non-metropolitan race days, as uh, the Sunshine Coast was last Saturday, as Cranbourn is tomorrow, as Kembla Grange is tomorrow. Wasn't it? Where were they? I know they were at Caulfield last week, so that wasn't out of town. When's the Sandown Cup? Is that next week? Yeah, classic or whatever. Haven't, haven't they butchered that? Uh, what do you do? You like Saturday out of town meetings? Oh, I think it, it definitely has its place, and and I've been uh, I've said before uh, on a couple of occasions that you know I'm somebody that uh, that grew up, and and especially when I started riding was was going to non TAB meetings, and I just know that um, how. Those those country towns really came together for their race days. When the races were on, um, those those country towns really, you know, supported their 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 race meetings and and you know that that means people following horse racing, doesn't it? You yeah. Know? And and that's um you know the grassroots racing and country racing is is a great thing and and it's terrific. It's it's good fun. It's easy going and good atmosphere and. And you know, I, I think I think back to to how good those non-tab meetings were for those for those country towns dotted around Victoria back in the day, and and then we we got rid of those and sort of had just had the the, the city meeting and then the provincial meeting and we don't have anywhere near the non-tabs that that we used to have back in the day and and you know I think um, I think racing pays the price for that because as I say people. That town got around their race meetings. People were following horse racing a lot more than they do now. And you know what? Um, I'm sure people will say, oh, yeah, but, you know, you were only betting on horse racing back then and now we can bet on all sports. Yeah. And, and that's all That's all fair fair play. But if it's not on and, and you can't go to the races and well, support gonna... it, and they're, they're not going to follow it. They're not going to follow it, are yeah. they? You know? And, and I think, um, uh, you know, I, I find... Uh, some of those race meetings, you know, at, at, that I watch. Obviously, I'm talking more about what goes on down south, but those night meetings down south and um, that are on a Cranbourne can that they can attract a bit of a crowd on a Friday night and whatever. But that pack of them on it, there's just no one there. It's it's just well, it's it is just, in the middle of nowhere. It's just uh, it's just purely for people gambling and sitting up at night and, and having a bet, isn't it? And yeah. and then I sort of go, well, you know, how, how long does, is this attractive? You know what? To, to sit, sit there in, in the, on the couch and just be punting on, on packet and watching this stuff on, and it's like synthetic racing. I, I have no interest in it. You know, it's, it's like a different one wins unless, unless you're, um, Patrick, Patty, old Patty Payne's horse. Um, what's it called? Um, I can't believe I've forgotten its name, but it's won twenty five races on the <laughs> synthetic Ballarat, what? and and you know you know what I mean. But they just take different one takes turns uh, every week, and I call it poker machine racing. And and do you know what? That's that's what you'll be getting at that bike track at Caulfield on the inside track at Caulfield. Oh, yep. It'll be it'll be on, and you know it'll just be uh, jump lead win. It, it's just it's. 
All right. You now, know what? You, you can't get a buzz out from, of it. You can't away. get a buzz we're out of it. Well, you wanted a talking point. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> I was talking about out-of-town race days. But anyway, and we got your opinion on that, which is good. But uh, Rone. That horse's name is Rone. <laughs> one thing we used to do, or one thing we do well in Queensland is we do still have a lot of country exactly. meetings and non-tab meetings. We've actually... Uh, gone back a little. We had four, I think, on a Saturday, and we've gone back to three because the fourth one wasn't getting a lot of um, coverage right. and a lot of support. Yeah. But it's still on, but it's a non-tabber. Yeah. So, I mean, and we have a lot of these meetings up here that are once-a-year meetings because it's such a big state. You've got these joints that are miles away from anywhere, and people go and they camp there, Julia Creek and all yeah. these places that you and I have never heard of, um, that they camp, and then there might be two days, Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday, which is great, and it's great for the town because it brings people in to spend money in the town. So, so, but and again, I'm getting off the original um, no, subject I, too. I just in a way, think but... I, at the end of the day, I th- I think it is a great thing, you know, and yeah. and the fact that Cranbourne has is has their big day on tomorrow, and it'll be well supported. To think that the VRC, uh, uh, the word is has been that the VRC are trying to to take that day tomorrow. You know, I mean. What you, races you've, are they going to got, run? You've got your, you've got your, your week, the best week of racing uh, to, in Victoria for the year. You know, I mean, that just that's your spot. You know, I mean, why why are you going and, and pinching one off Cranbourne? You know, it's you it's, really can't see it happening. Uh, now today's guest on the show will be Ben Thompson. We haven't spoken to Ben since he became a father. Oh, good stuff. So we'll, well be talking great to, to catch up with Ben. Yeah, we'll be talking to Ben very shortly. Now, racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you today they raced at Rockhampton. No, they didn't. They raced at Cairns, not too far from Rockhampton. Uh, but we do race at the Sunshine Coast <laughs> this evening, of course. At Dooman tomorrow, we have the listed recognition and the listed Tats Classic. We race on the Poly Track at the Gold Coast. Kilcoy has a meeting tomorrow, the Christmas Cup. That is a tab meeting. And Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. Some country meetings. Get around and support these. Atherton, Blackall, Emerald and Gympie. And it's also Pentland Cup Day. Pentland or Pentland, I'm not sure, but we'll call it Pentland. If you're in the area, get out and support that. Sammy, always great to catch up with Ben Thompson, but we haven't spoken to Ben for, oh, I don't know, it's got to be a month or more, it might even be six weeks, two months. He'll probably tell us. But in that time, of course, he's become a father with Steph giving birth. And uh, Ben, life's changed a little bit for you. How's it all going? Yeah, it has, Chris. It's going well. He, um, no, he's nine, or just over nine weeks now. Oh, there Aaron, you go. So uh, he, he's going really good. And, um, his mum's Steph's doing a great job. Is he sleeping well, Ben? Uh, it's a bit here and there. I'm fortunate, Sam. I'm a very good sleeper <laughs> and would fall asleep anyway. So um, Steph isn't as lucky, but uh, he, he's keeping us on our toes, and it's obviously a, a big change, but for the better, and um, no, we're enjoying it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a funny thing, isn't it? When uh, well, it's not a funny thing. It's a great thing that you you're a heavy sleeper or a good sleeper, and uh, I too am like that. And when you would hear the baby, <laughs> well, I wouldn't hear the baby. Yes, you would, and and then <laughs> keep sleeping, and then 
uh, Nicole would wake up in the morning and go, oh, that was just the worst night. And I go, really? What happened? And she goes, are you serious? And just like, I didn't hear things. She goes, no, of course yeah. you didn't. Of course and I, you didn't. I know from experience, because I've been there too, you heard plenty. <laughs> it's, it's savage. It's savage. But, uh, just lie there and don't move. As, she might get up. As you say, there uh, we go. the mums do a great job. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, absolutely, mother. Just that noise. Um, that that noise there is is a real fresh one. It is. It? It's yeah. brand new. Yeah. And I tell you what, yeah. that that doesn't last for long. I know when I moved here to Queensland, Matilda wasn't born. And now I'm, uh, we we're just getting a, a school dress. She's going to yeah. school next well, year. And I was sort of going... This is crazy how fast this is going. And and you just think when you see people with little babies and you think they're so cute and beautiful and great, and but it doesn't last for long, does it, at all? It goes very, very quickly. And, and how has it changed um, your lifestyles? I mean, obviously, well, you don't go out socially as much as you would have in the past, but, I mean, you've, you've got a very, very important job to do and you have to do a lot of form, and I know you're um, – you do a terrific job with all that sort of thing. Uh, has that affected you in any way? It's like been obviously a, a change in itself, Chris. But um, oh, he had he had a couple of hurdles early, so we we spent his first few weeks um, in hospital and whatnot with him. So that was like a, a through a odd spanner or a couple of spanners in the works. But um, was fortunate that uh, like obviously to have a wife that understands and you know, I guess you say the rigors of, of what we do and albeit you know put things into perspective when you have a little one that, that what's really important but um was obviously I wanted to keep working and and Steph was supported that um so was just able to sort of find a routine around Harry and what was going on and um I think we've been able to manage it well uh obviously and if he's having sort of a feed and whatnot overnight fortunately being a good sleeper I don't really notice what goes on during the night um, unless I don't have track work or races the next day uh, yep. then I, I step in and try to give Steph a breather but otherwise she sort of if they covers all the bases and lets me rest and um, so I can go to the, go to work um, as fresh as I can be. Has she mentioned anything about uh, has she got the bug back for uh, for riding again yet or is it too soon? <laughs> yeah she was missing it she was definitely missing it before Harry arrived Um and she's dying to get back on a horse. Funnily enough, she actually got a clearance to ride track work last week. So she's going to go and ride a little bit of track work for her dad. Yep. Um, she hasn't made any decisions on whether she'll come back to race riding. She definitely misses it, but she's, she's just taking one step at a time. She'll ride track work first. And uh, if that gives her a fix, then her, obviously our priorities are always going to lie now with, with Harry, but um, if she sort of wants to do a bit more and get back to race riding, she'll uh, decide off the back of that. I think after after sitting on a horse. Mm. Good stuff, good stuff, Ben. I watched. Uh, I'll be keen to get your opinion because I'm sure you would have um, tuned in. But I was watching the um, the Greyhound racing at Sandown on uh, on Saturday night. I watched a few races there, and I saw your your brother getting interviewed uh, before one of the races and. I, I was not a fan of uh, – it, it's a dog race, right? It goes for like, uh, I don't know, 20 seconds or 30 seconds, whatever it goes for. But all these different camera angles. I'm going, just show the race. I just want to watch the race. 
I don't want to. I want to. I don't. Don't get too tricky with this drone shot and this shot and that shot, and then and then do all that after, you know. But at least show the show the race of the. I was. I felt like I was getting car sick watching uh, these <laughs> greyhound <Yeah>. races. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent with you, and even it was to the point where, like it, it sort of felt like you needed to almost change the channel. To, to Sky or whatever, um, but the preview, the pre- the preview and whatnot was good. It was great, you know, with the connections and getting up close with the with the dogs and, and seeing a side of the race and how things, you know, without being there, yeah. a side of things that nobody sees, which was awesome. But I think it'd be so much better, as you say, to review a race because so much happens and the drone really shows, you know, what's going on. There's no better view than on top of them, but not to watch not to watch the race itself and nor I'm sure for punters with their with their hard earned on. So I think it's it's definitely gonna be you know, it's it's gonna add a lot of interest having that. But and you know, you could, I guess yeah, then you can tweak it, run a race in slow motion, you have your form analyst on there and experts that can dissect and perhaps tell you where a um a race has been won and lost or where it's a, a favourite goes um does doesn't uh win and then you can see sort of perhaps why. So it's um, completely agree. I think I think leave it to. Uh, I guess that wasn't broken, so it doesn't need to be fixed. Leave the the race to be run and, and watched in on the lateral camera, and then show us the bird's eye view and the, the different angles afterwards. Yeah, a bit overkill. It was. It was. Well, I yeah. think they were just trying to get too tricky, yeah. you know. And uh, and it was, um, you know, not, I'm not someone that t- takes much notice of greyhound racing, but I, I was on, and I just thought, oh, watch a bit of this, you know, and and as Ben says, you know, it was good to, to see the connections getting interviewed and then hear from Mitch Bayer and George Ferrugia and it was it was really good. I found I found it uh, interesting. But the yeah, the yeah, cam- camera shots. And obviously something that's only gonna get better. It's it's really good to obviously highlight the the, the Greyhounds and, and especially like this time of year the, the best the best you're around in the Dream Chasers Carnival. So it's it um it heats up again tomorrow night, heats the Melbourne Cup. Um and then Followed by the final next Saturday night, and uh, the, the carnival ends with the the Phoenix. The you could say it's the, the Everest of Greyhound racing. Um, eight slots, and that's run at the Meadows on the 16th of December. I'm pretty sure. So it's a it's a great coverage, and it is, it's a it's a really good insight into into the great sport of Greyhound racing. Yeah, which has come a long, long way in the last I don't know how many years, but Greyhound racing's just gone ahead in leaps and bounds. Yeah, it well, I, I, Ben probably was not even born, but I remember uh, having a picture taken with Ben's dad's dog, uh, Jason's dog. Um, they came down. It was in the Herald Sun, and I was an apprentice, and I was, I reckon, I was forty kilos. Uh, it was <laughs> early days, and Jason had a dog. Did he have a dog called Light of Fire or something? Is, is that what it was called? Yes, yeah, he did. He won the he won the Melbourne Cup in 1994, and he was the sire of Awesome Assassin, who was uh, a Hall of Fame sire in his own right. So he he sort of helped put oh my dad. What he was he was he was 24, I think, at the time. So um, yeah. his first yeah head, headline dog. So the picture was the dog, and he was bigger than me. So the dog <laughs> had his had his front legs on my shoulders right oh, wow. and and i'm standing there and the dog was bigger than me and and the article was all about you know jason's great dog and how big he is and the fact that he was bigger than me you got you know? a copy and, of that yeah i reckon you i have at home yeah, i, I reckon i have that. but That's it was a good one. it was um 
Uh, when were you born, Ben? What year were you born? I was uh, born in 96. Well, there you go. So it was even before you were around. Oh. Things yeah, you remember. Yeah. Things you remember. Makes me sound old now, doesn't it? <laughs> now, uh, Ben, we had Les Ross on the show. One of our shows. It might have been the Darling Download sometime. Before the two-year-olds hit the track this season. And we said, can you give us a leg up? With all these Mashanis, how do we know which one's going to, which one we should be tipping, which one we should be backing, whatever? And he said, well, just follow Jimmy Orman and Ben Thompson. They tend to sniff out the best of the Mashani rides. How many Mashani uh, winners have you ridden this season as two year olds? Uh, I think I've had, I think, uh, off the top of my head, I think it's three. Okay. Three two year olds this, this season, yeah. So it's, it's pretty um, much right. I don't think Jimmy's ridden any. They do a great job, and I've been fortunate too, um, opposed to Jimmy. My three winners, uh, four Les and Mike Crooks, have been fillies, and that Jimmy's unable to take the rides on most of them, their weights. Yeah. So um, having two kilos less than the boys. So I've been, like, at this stage, the, the oh, besides obviously the, the winner of the um, the first two-year-old race of the year at Toowoomba, he was a gelding that um, Les Tilly rode. The rest have been, well, most have been fillies. So I've, um, no, nah, it's obviously, it's, it's one of those things you can have uh, or horses that go and that look, like standards at the trials, and it's a completely different story race day, and obviously that can improve so quickly as um, I'm sure Sam could back up. It, it, uh, it, it can be a bit of a lucky dip at times, but they tend to sort their order pretty quickly, and I've been fortunate to throw my leg over some nice ones. So it's, it's obviously it's great to to have the colours on and um, getting good support from from Les and Mike Crooks. Well, one you have ridden to victory. You are riding again tomorrow in the second race at Doombin. It's your first ride of the day, number five, Mashani Ego. She looks well placed. She has to go up against a couple of uh, debutantes and one that looked impressive at Rocky, but I thought she'd be the one to beat. Yeah, me too. She was she was awesome winning um, a fortnight ago. And of, of the 3,000 metre races, like she's went the slowest of them, but it was by 0.1 of a second. Oh, sorry, point. I think it was point three of a second, which is only really two lengths off, you know, older horses. Um, she also too was a slow. Like the first half of the race was slow. They ran her last six hundred. They didn't record, but I'm sure it would have to have been as good as those other two thousand meter races. Um, and the horse that finished second to her, Rock Rada, come out and run second again at uh, Doom on Wednesday. So mm. already a bit of form out of the race. She's um, a lovely filly by Kobayashi, and they're, they're real runners. Um, Cobby Arsh being a son, son of I'm Invincible and he's also the sire of Mashani Royale who was uh, a standout two-year-old last season. So she's going really well. Um, obviously only a small field to contest the race, but um, obviously there's nothing like race experience and uh, she's had three runs under her belt. And the two times she has been defeated, the, those that have beaten her have come out and won their next start. So, oh, sorry, the horse that beat her at Toowoomba come out and yeah, he won his... Ran second in his next start, and um, the horse of Chris Munster is that uh, she finished third behind, come out and won his next start. So she's um, there's a lot right drawn barrier two, and she should be able to make her own luck. So yeah, I think she'll she'll um, run really well. All right, now we've waffled enough with you, Ben, to we use up all our time. So what we'll just ask you won't go through each ride tomorrow. Uh, I'll just ask you your other rides. I don't know if you've got them in front of you or off the top of your head, but uh, which do you think is your best ride? And it may well be Mashani Ego. Is there one that stands out? I do think it is that she is my best. Yep. Yeah, she's, um, 
obviously respect to Tony Gollan's two-year-old trapeze alert that I've, I've rode him in uh, both trials that he's had. And he's, he's a nice, progressive colt. Um, uh, she's just very forward, um, trained at the track, doing, and she just ticks a lot of boxes. Uh, I think that Madame Adette, second up, can run really well. Um, up to the mile, which is a tick. She's obviously a Swim Beginnings winner last prep and is going from benchmark 70 to a, to a class three. So I think she looks really well in there. Uh, and just other rides I'm looking forward to. Star Ponte's second run back in Queensland since the Victorian prep. She ran really good um, in the race behind Extremist a fortnight ago, up to 13.50, and she loves putting the track. So the track's still soft at the moment. Um, mm. Wouldn't expect it to get to good. If it does stay in that soft range, it brings her, her ride in again. Um, and better get said, it's, it's a really, really hot race. Multiple stakes winners in it. Comrade Rosa, that was super first up and the group two winner in her own right, but she's um, she's tried really well. Uh, and albeit uh, this race is every bit of group standard, um, I think she can run can run really well. That's in the, the Tats Classic. All right, and it looks like uh, you're already looking for uh, or looking towards a big summer carnival. The likes of uh, Natuno, of course, so impressive for you last Saturday in the Swiss Ace Plate. Uh, and a couple of others. Uh, Bazik is a horse that I really like, and uh, Bazik was very impressive winning uh, at Doombin on Wednesday. Yeah, she sure was. She's she was dominant winning a, a first start in a race with a two-year-old, and then backed that up running second in listed grade uh, on Tatsiara Day to stroll. So obviously she's ranked to form and come in and won a stakes race again, um, beating Sunshine in Paris and Chinny Boom her next prep stroll. So. Um, she's franked that. She only had a short three-year-old prep physique. She missed a, a, what would have been an early three-year-old prep um, due to setbacks. And then she came back, had three runs as a three-year-old during the winter. And she ran well. She ran fourth and fifth in stakes races. Um, that and, and there was a lot of merit to her runs. Um, she finished behind red card in one of them and golden boom in the other. She, she just seems like more like albeit she's more mature, just her work's been more like that of her, of her first prep. Uh, I think just sort of having a long time off and generally take, oh, just from my, my experience, that can sort of be better for having that prep. So albeit yep. she ran really well, I'm glad that, that sort of those three runs are out of the way and now we can obviously that she's had a good break again and she's ramping up to a good summer. She was dominant on, on Wednesday. And um, I know that she's, she's obviously super bred, by Spirit of Burn out of Karuta Queen, but I think if she can run, she has no issues over twelve hundred. But if she can run fourteen hundred, I think she's going to be a a, um, a filly that we hear a lot about. I think she's better on the uh, the wet ground than the dry. And the other one I was going to mention uh, was Deer Trail, who I thought uh, re- returned to racing in good fashion last week at the Sunny Coast. And there's got to be a win coming up for that one too. Yeah, for sure. He was um, obviously the way the race looked before the gates opened was that it lacked tempo and yep. that's just how it happened that, that standing order went straight to the front had it easy and sprinted away and a, a classy horse like that doing his own thing uh up on the speed it, it, it um was just too hard for us back markers myself and a hell of a body to get over the top of him but for the entire meeting Deutro ran the fastest last 200 meter split of the day um he's he was awesome i'm sure he's going to be even better at seven furlongs and um Obviously, hopefully, like taking on bigger fields, yep. more more tempo in the. He's showing he's got a he's now his pattern is probably to 
now just do no work really, not necessarily be at the back. He drew 10 of 10, so we didn't have many other options, but just to be doing no work and obviously can show his finish. So, um, yeah, just super fortunate getting great support from Tony Gollan um, and his team and a variety of other trainers. So very lucky and, um, yeah, hopefully things get going the way they are. I'm sure they will. Ben, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, Harry's been uh, perfectly behaved. I would expect nothing else from a son <laughs> of uh, yours to be perfectly behaved. So uh, he's done a great job. Give our best to Steph uh, and we'll chat to you again shortly. Best of luck uh, over the summer carnival, although I'm sure we'll chat to you in a few weeks' time. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Ben. Ben Thompson joining us there. Sammy, as he often does, uh, terrific guy is Ben, and I'm sure he's in for a ripping summer carnival. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. Sammy, one man who's loved, loved the last, oh, say, 10 or 11 months on the poly track, but he's very, very happy to be returning to the grass track in a couple of weeks' time, is Gibbo, a.k.a. Blair Gibson from brizzyraces.com.au. Gibbo, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Now, self-promotion is the best part of this game, Chris. Yeah. You need it to survive. Uh-oh, here <laughs> we go. actually going through. <laughs> Who would have thought it on the poly track? But um, I went through my Gibbo's tips page at, at, at the Gold Coast Surf Club. 14 from the last 21. Oh, oh wow. Wow. That's outstanding. But obviously, obviously, small fields, not not great prices. So Winner's a winner. You don't have to tell everyone that. Are we recording yet? No, no. That's <laughs> yes. so <all> good. <laughs> Now tell me, we'll get we'll, we'll get you on with bars and tax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so does that mean that you're not uh, you're not looking forward to the grass track? You'd be, rather be hanging around on the poly for a while. Well, I tell you what, it looks bloody fantastic, it does. doesn't it? Did you see the trials the other day? Certainly did. We both did. Yep. Yeah, it did look good. Um, I know a couple come off and said it's ready to go, so that that's good. The last couple of big days rain in the last three weeks I think has been a massive help so it does look good that camber's amazing on it yeah it looks uh, a few people said it did look like a golf course and I'd agree it did look like a golf course so get out there with your uh, your wedge now tips for the poly track tomorrow I think we're a genuine chance of getting another five winners but the issue is going to be those prices again it's just there'll be a lot of them where there's one or two chances every week and and even weaker this um this week, I think. So there's a few real standouts. So I'll try and find ones at better prices and start. Race five, uh, number eight, Duma. The form sort of before it joined the new stable was better than these. I think the recent form is sort of better than these. Race is up on speed. Apprentice claim. It will never get a better chance, Duma. So I have to have it on top here. Okay, so race five, number eight, Duma. Yeah, and the last race is actually highly competitive, so I think there'll be not much between four or five horses in the market and in the finish. Got a little bit of a wrap on number six, Jack Boom. So Carl's a ride. Uh, Dan Bagore trains on track now. I just I think he can sort of win better races. He, he won a two-year-old um, race in town, um, so that's a good form line for this. But there are a few other a few other decent chances. Whiskey. 
Dance is going really well. Farmer Boom run well last time. Bohemia Rock sort of won better races than this. So Hulkamania, her expense, really good race. Jack Boom is just a, should be a little bit of value, hopefully, in life. All right, so the Gold Coast Poly, race five, number eight, Duma. Race seven, number six, Jack's Boom. And you've got one for us at Kemble Grange. Yeah, I thought in the last race, I thought there's, there's sort of two nice horses on the way up. Contemporary for Godolphin, um, I think very hard to beat. Uh, but Crafty Eagle, last time we've seen it was a good run, the Grafton Guineas. It's always a good race. Even if it doesn't look it on paper on the day, the Grafton Guineas, it always sort of lines up and um, was well back that day, about even money. Really good in the in the guineas up at the sunny coast. A couple of runs before that. I just, if it's ready to go first up, the trials have been okay. The last one, um, I just think there's a bit of class there. So slight lean crafty eagle over contemporary uh, in the get up stakes late in the day. All right. So Gold Coast five eight seven six and Kembla ten four in forty five seconds. Can you sum up where we're at with the heavyweight championship of the Gold Coast coming up soon? Yeah, yeah. Gold Coast Convention Centre twenty. 7th of April. Our tickets will be going on sale shortly. So the best way to, to follow us would be um, just go to Two Flogs Instagram or Two Flogs Podcast um, Facebook. Follow us there because all the updates and the latest you'll be the first to find out on those pages. So head to there. And at the moment, I'm currently sitting on the side of the highway in 45 degrees weather cutting for the fight four months early. Were well, you wearing a garbage bag Good and all stuff. that stuff? Just sweating it out like a jockey. Oh, no need to. It is. I'm in a little Toyota Yaris with the windows up. I feel like Mike Tyson. How <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Well, you enjoy that, but I suggest you put on the air conditioner as soon as you, uh, you hang up, Gibbo. We want to uh, see you fit and well next week. We'll chat to you next week. Have a great weekend. Many winners. Thanks. Legend. Thanks, boys. Sammy, best bets. Uh, Toowoomba, race seven, number four, my spy. It'll be winning. Uh, then Doobin, race seven, number six, Ores Angel. And Cranbourne, race 10, number five, Jimmy Starr. Put your house on it. My spy was scratched from tonight at the sunny coast. It was, correct. Mm. Going to its home track to win. <laughs> uh, I am going Doombin, race four, number one, Golden Decade. Uh, race six, number six, Haysborough. Each way. Oh, each really? Way, really? Each. He's turned the corner, this horse. He has. He's won two of his last five. He probably should have won last. Did you see what happened last time? Yes, yes. That day, Martin Harley, our good friend uh, of the show. I look forward to this. fell off three horses. I look forward to this. Uh, and I'm also going with race nine, number 10, the catch. Kembla Grange, I'm taking Gibbo on. I'm going race 10, number 17, contemporary. I think we'll run a really good race. And race nine, number three, Emperor, also at Kembla. Uh, scratch from Doombin tomorrow to run at Kembla. This is a very, very smart horse. Now, South Australian tips. He was on a heater last week. Plenty of uh, winners for our friend at South underscore tips on Twitter. Or X. Now, tomorrow on the Morfordville, we have got race one, number one, Midnight Mass to win. Race three, number three, All Beans each way. Race four, number three, En Francais each way. And race seven, number three, My Khalifa each way, and which seems to run every second week. And race nine, number nine, Wakanjija. He's tipped that before because I know I've had trouble with the name. Each way as well. One, one, three, three, four, three, seven, three, nine, nine. Give him a follow. Getting plenty of winners is South Australian horse racing tips. How long we got left, Matty? Two minutes. We didn't do a sausage segment, Sammy, so we'll bang it on the end here without the uh, intro. Have you got a sausage? Uh, no, I haven't offhand. I've got no. one. Okay. And it's not often I throw Tony Gollan's horses into the sausage file, 
But I tipped one of his last week, and I was quite confident. Get a run in behind the leaders there at the Sunshine Coast. And in the straight, once they hit the straight, the gap had come, and he'd just go, Wooshka. Name of mass destruction. Oh, dear. It was absolutely horrible. Uh, I could never, ever tip that horse again until it does something because it's it's a horse I've never tipped in the past and I'll never tip it again in the future unless it turns the corner. But I thought it was very, very disappointing. Mass destruction. There may have been reasons for it. I'm not sure. But it would have to improve out of sight before uh, I was getting engaged or involved with that horse again. Sammy, what's on for the uh, weekend for you? Uh, I've got – look, I've got – Three days off: Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, long off, weekend, and then uh, and then hectic uh, two weeks leading into uh, heading back down to Melbourne Town for Christmas. So, um, but yeah, I think we'll uh, uh, Will's got his jujitsu grading uh, tomorrow, and so we'll go and do that. And then I'm sure I'll be, you know, I'll have one television on. Channel 7, I'll have the other one on Sky Channel and I'll be punting away tomorrow afternoon, I would have thought. Whilst trying to find new spots for Elf on the Shelf. Yes. Ethan, as he's known around your parts. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, well, that's good. Um, so, trackside for you tonight, uh, you did say you have a tip for us for the Sunshine yes, Coast. Yes, so I did. The uh, pressure's on you now. Righto, here we go. Yeah. Sunny Coast tonight. Uh, but race five, number two, Bo Rumble is my best of the night. Good, I hope it wins. I think it'll be winning. Yep. Race four, number nine, Barbary Royale for Lindsay Goff. I tell you, this will this will run a race. It was $12, I reckon. He's uh, a hard man to catch. Uh, Lindsay, uh, well, I'll tell you what, though, when, they, when they're well supported, yes. they, uh, they often salute. But, um, yeah, tune in uh, when we get off air tonight, uh, just now, and uh, uh, I'll be ready to tip up a storm for the next few hours, hopefully. Uh, we've got Canterbury, the Valley, and the Sunny Coast tonight. Yeah, big day ahead, of course. And remember, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sammy? Uh, great show today. Thoroughly enjoyed your company as usual. We'll do it all again next Friday afternoon. Many winners over the weekend to you and all the listeners. Catch us same place, same time next Friday on The Punters Mate on SEN Track.